Are you rejuvenated? Let's hop right into the well. I'm Jordan, and I'm here with my dad, Ron, and we're about to answer all sorts of life's questions with some comedy and Christ. Thank you all for being here, and welcome to the Rejuvenated Podcast. Dad. What's up? Welcome in. Oh, yeah. Good to be here. Yeah. Well, if you can't tell, which you can, we are <laughs> back through the phone this week. You know, we're, we're going to get we're gonna get back to normal here sooner or later. Next week definitely ain't going to be normal. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> no, no. Next week's not normal. <laughs> yeah. Ne- next week is going to be completely different. Um, I don't really know exactly uh, how we're going to... Get get the episode in. We're going to, but you know, don't know oh, exactly yeah. how we'll get it in yet. But uh, that's just because um, I have transitioned into a new new job here. Uh, Dad has transitioned into a a um, teaching role, um, and as you can tell, I now work for Blue Springs Boat Company, which is the sponsor of this podcast. So uh, thankful for that opportunity. Uh, really, really looking forward to it. But next week we have a very, very busy week as uh, we're going to the boat show. Um, so we're kind of prepping for, for for that right now and uh, getting everything ready. And I'm trying to cram my mind full of things so uh, I don't make myself look like a fool next week. So <laughs> there, you, there you go. But yeah, so uh, yeah, uh, that's that's pretty much uh, life in general here here a little bit you know here lately. Uh, but uh, the very first segment of today, what's it going to be, Dad? The first segment? Yeah. Whatever you tell me it's going to be. <laughs> it's would you rather, baby. Oh, <laughs> uh, would you rather. There you go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's what I was trying to find my notes earlier. I couldn't find it. But now I found them, and it's on, baby. You get old life questions, and would you rather. You got that right. Yeah, got to love them, right? So, uh, yeah, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, we're going to transition to our sponsor segment. Shout out to Blue Springs. Uh, thankful for what they do for this podcast and everything. Um, you know, couldn't do it without them, really. You know, we, uh, we're we thankful for them. And, uh, yeah, we're going we're gonna to do the sponsor segment, and then we'll be right back with you. All right, it's time to tell you about our sponsor, Blue Springs Boat Company. That's the place to be, right? Oh, absolutely. If you're looking for a Regal Runabout or a Bennington Pontoon, those are the guys to definitely get in touch with. So tell them how they can do that. All the information that you need, go to bluespringsboats.com, and those guys are the guys that can get you on the water. We can definitely get you in the water. There you go. <laughs> All right, so Dad, let's let's hop right into it. Let's get into the, some would you rather's here. Let's do it. All right, so the very first one coming off the board here is: Would you rather always have a mullet haircut or always have a ponytail haircut? Well, let me tell you, <laughs> I know you've had the mullet before, so are you going back to it? Oh yeah, I'm not doing a ponytail. <laughs> I mean, you could have with the mullet. Yeah, but I don't know. Yeah, I just, I'm just not a I'm just not a ponytail kind of guy. <laughs> <laughs> you, you rock it, so you rocking the mullet, are you? Yeah, yeah. There's people who can pull off the ponytail. I don't think I'm that one. You? What about the man bun? You, you bringing the man bun uh, out? No, no, <laughs> no man buns. I'm out on that. Well, you know, I did I did change up the haircut over the weekend. You know, I'm now rocking a perm 
for the first time in my life. And uh, it's bad, you know, it, it is what it is, but it's bad to say that I really like it. So, you know, there you go. I don't know. Oh. I, I might be rocking and firing for a little bit now for for whoever as knows. You, as long as you like it. There you <laughs> That's exactly right. You know, I'm not getting kicked out of my own house. So That's right. <laughs> All right, so we're going to move on. We're going to do Would You Rather Have Bad Gas uh, or Always Have a Really Dry Mouth? I'm probably going to go with some bad gas, I guess. I'll be honest with you. I'm going with the bad gas because I feel like I have bad gas anyway. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, mean, I'm I'm not just wanting to have bad gas anyway and then a really dry mouth just to, you know, just to top it all off. I think that, you know, I'm just going to stick with what I got. Just go go with it. There you go. All right. Would you rather... Be a high school teacher in today's age or a clown? Would I, would I rather be a high school teacher in today or a clown? Yeah, like I, I guess a, a circus, you know, circus clown. Yeah, shoot, anything dark today, I'd just be a clown. Well, would you really? See, that, okay, now I think we'll have a little bit of conversation on this one just for the simple fact that circus, uh, you know, they they hop around to so many different places over and over and over, and I just I, you know I don't think you'd ever be at home. So even though that it would, I truly think that being a teacher in today's age would kind of kind of suck in a way because kids have no respect whatsoever. Um, but <laughs> yeah, you're not yeah, fixing that. Yeah. I know you can't do anything, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, I couldn't deal with that type of attitude. I'd have to nip it. (laughs) Yeah, and you can't say anything to anybody. So, yeah. um, Yeah. But, yeah, so, I mean, I don't think that I would. Obviously, I don't want to be a circus clown because that's too much traveling. So, I'm I'm probably going to go with a high school teacher. But, man, I would really, really have to change my attitude (laughs) to her. I would I would last longer as a clown than I would a teacher today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I understand yeah, that. Okay. Yeah, I'm 52, so yeah, I, I don't know that. Yeah, it'd be hard for me to be a teacher because I'm used to the old days. Yeah. We got paddlings and everything else. I mean, well, I said I played under coaches who would throw keys at walls and chalk against the chalkboard and get destroyed. And, Grab you by the jersey and be nose to nose with you chewing you out. Yeah, that's yeah. just that's the way it was, you know. So nowadays you can't do anything like that. I don't know, but also on the flip side though, you know, it was, it was, <laughs> I remember a time frame where where coach uh, chewing me out and, and told me to go sit down, and somebody from the opposing team, one of the one of the parents and stuff, was like was kind of digging at me and stuff. How I got chewed out? Yeah, yeah. Coach, coach got him. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. It's like, like, you'll, you'll, like, that's my player. You'll, ne- you'll not talk to my player that way. <laughs> so well, like, well, I mean, at least he stuck up for you. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, this coach, yeah. He, he was he'd bad for you. Now, he may run you until you threw up, but he, he was there for you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, I'm, I'm all for that. You know, it's well, hard you love, love hard love. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, let's move on here. So I'm, uh, well, I mean, I already said I'm gonna go with the, uh, I, I got, I guess I got to go with the teacher thing, but you know, it is what it is. Um, let's see here, where are we at? Uh, okay, so here, here we go. Would you rather 
go without shampoo for the rest of your life or toothpaste for the rest of your life? I'll go without shampoo. I don't have much hair anyway. Soap will take care of it. See, I couldn't do that. I mean, because I got, you know, obviously I got some. See, we're completely different in that aspect because I, I, but I simply cannot go without toothpaste. I can't do it. I was going to say, nah. I think that I would have to be bald with no shampoo before I could go without toothpaste. I cannot stand to have bad breath. No, I'd I'd be, yeah, if I didn't have toothpaste, I guess I'd be, I'd have to get tree bark, dirt, something, sand, (laughs) I don't know, something. Get something something (laughs) grit to get it off there, ain't that right? Oh, yeah. Yep, I'm I'm yeah. with you on that one. So yeah, me me and you. I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I gotta have some shampoo, but if it comes down to like one or the other, give me the toothpaste. Yeah, I'll do it with some dry scalp and, yeah, over the bad breath. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, I can I can figure out something to put in my hair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if not, I'll just cut it off. It is what it is. Do a little soaping. Soap and moisturizer. Yeah, or something. yeah, yeah. Throw some, uh, yeah, throw some. Whatever. What do you call that? Uh, some lotion. Throw some lotion in there, and then yeah, yeah. just then just wash it out. You? <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's move on. Let's go with. Would you rather always have to hop around when you're walking, uh, just on one foot, or when you stop, you always have to squat? When so. <laughs> Hop around all the time, and when you stop, you gotta squat. No, okay, so yeah, so you either hop around, or, or the other would be yeah. When you stop, you have to squat wherever you're at. I don't know you're gonna look like a fool on either one, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are. But I think I think I gotta go. Um, I, I think I have to hop everywhere. I can't. I can't just come to a stop. And just squat. I just, <laughs> I mean, everywhere I go, you just squat. You, I mean, they should get a rest that way. Well, that's true. But I mean, could you imagine going? <laughs> could you imagine playing basketball? You know, and someone gets a free throw, and you finally get a stop, and you just boop, squat right there on the free throw. Yeah, but then you know, all of a sudden you gotta you go outside and play with the. With the kids there, and all of a sudden they're running around the yard. You're hopping around the yard. <laughs> it looks like, yeah, you, might, you know, it might just look like you got a turned ankle or something. So, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. You you bring up a good That's point. I don't know. I don't know if I could do the hopping thing because probably have to go to squat. I think that I would have to do. I think I would have to do the squat because now the more I think about it, is whenever you're like walking somewhere, like into a supermarket, into you know anywhere like that. I ain't hopping in there. I might as well just, if I'm just going to stop at Luke or something, I can at least squat and kind of play it off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got a couple more here. We're going to go with, would you rather be able to teleport, but only to places that you've been before, or be able to fly, but never fly higher than 50 feet? I'm probably going to go teleport. You're not flying over 50 feet. You're going to run into some stuff. Well, I mean, I mean, I don't really know what you would run into as long as you're kind of following the, as, as long as you're following the, uh, the road and stuff, I think you should be good. Yeah. Just dodging power lines. <laughs> 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 yes. You definitely don't want to run into a power line. 
Yeah, yeah, the teleport. I don't know. The teleport is pretty cool. There's a lot of places I've been. I wouldn't mind teleporting right back to them, hanging out there for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, well, see, I mean, I, I guess I wouldn't mind that for sure. Um, I think that the teleport thing would be pretty cool because you know, but it's only the places you've been for. So what I'm gonna have to do is I'm gonna go have. I'm going to have to go to some really, really cool places and then just come home. That way I can teleport back to them. There you go. Yeah, that's what I'm uh, kind of down for that, teleporting. Yeah, yeah. Give, me, give me some teleport action. But you can't take anyone with you. you got to do it by yourself. You cool with that? Yeah. Yeah, I'm good yeah. with that. Yeah, you're like, oh, yeah, sure. Why not? I'm bringing pictures back. I got my phone. Yeah, that's true. You do have your phone. <laughs> I did, yeah, I didn't say that whenever you teleported, you become naked wherever you come. So, well, now that's a different. One. <laughs> <laughs> All right, would you rather have eyes that can see as far as binoculars or eyes that can be used like a microscope? Huh? Huh? I'm going hands down, one hundred and fifty percent binoculars. Yeah, yeah, just just because that'd be that'd be real nice. Though. Yeah, I mean, I, how often do you need a microscope? Nah, not very often. How often do you need binoculars? Uh, for me, quite often. Do you? Yeah, I mean, I can't see, like, very, very, like, good far off, so I think the binoculars would be great. Well, I don't use binoculars a whole lot, but when I do, it's out west on a hunt trip, so that'd be pretty awesome there. You wouldn't even have to, yeah, you wouldn't have to pack them. That'd be good. Nope. Just leave them and get. I got it. <laughs> I just think it'd be pretty cool to be able to have you know just just focus into something and be able to zoom it all the way into it. I think that'd be pretty sweet. Yeah, that'd be pretty. That'd be pretty cool there. <laughs> all right, we got two more. All right, we're gonna do a Would you rather have to read every everything upside down or back to front? That's a pretty hard one. Ooh. Back to front. Yeah, you either you have to read it back to front. So say that you start like we're just gonna say you start in Romans. You well, you got to start. Well, let's just say the Bible in general. You got to start at at the very last word and read it to the very first word, or you have to read everything mm. upside down. Well, that probably go upside down. Yeah, because I I mean you ain't gonna get nothing from being able to read that you know back to front, right? That's not gonna make a lick of sense. Yeah, I mean, not even, not even remotely <laughs> makes sense. No. So yeah, I mean, and don't get me wrong, I, I'm not very good, you know, at reading in general probably, but I really don't want to read upside down. But I guess I could. Right. Actually, I'm not too, you know, I'm not bad at reading. It's just spelling. I can't spell to save save my life. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I could read backwards. You'd never understand a word of it. No, no, you wouldn't. We'll start out with the very first. Uh, We'll start out with the very first verse for everybody. We'll just read that thing backwards to see how it sounds. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then we're going to go with one more here, and we're going to say, would you rather have a cell phone that never loses charge or never loses reception? I'm going to go never lose reception. Would you? Yep. Man, never lose a charge would be pretty flipping sweet, though. That's pretty awesome, yeah. But yeah, I'd rather have the reception because that way, no matter where you're at, if you got a, you need a helicopter to come get you or something, you can make some calls to get that done. Yeah, but how often? <laughs> how often are you somewhere without reception? You know what I mean? Uh, quite a bit. Really? 
Yeah, anytime we go out west, it's a hunting lease. About about probably at least fifty six percent of the places I go to on the hunting lease has no reception. Okay, well, see, I was gonna say the only place I've, I, I mean, we went that one weekend. Uh, we went hiking. And you know, I didn't really have it good up at the top of the mountain, but everywhere else yeah, it was yeah. it was decent. But um, I can't really think of anywhere else that that I really run into that at. So um, I, I I mean, you're right. It, it never losing a reception would be incredible. But I think for me, just never never losing charge would be where where I would go. I don't know because I don't really go too many places without reception. I guess I get well. Now that you say that, whenever I do go on the lake fishing, I lose it sometimes. So I don't know. I, that's a hard one for me. I'm I'm just gonna go ahead. I, I'm just gonna go with you. I'm gonna go never lose reception just for a simple fact that you know I charge my phone every night, and by the time I go to bed the next night, it's still charged. So I should be good. Oh yeah, yeah. I'd rather have the reception part of it. Yeah, I mean, just so many different things you can keep up with weather, you know, things like that, uh, emergencies. You know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm I'm down with that. Yeah, because that's kind of one of the one of the fears I always had is being out west and you know five, six, seven days without cell phone reception or anything like that, and something happens back home. Yeah. Well, you you did tell me if it wasn't for uh if it wasn't for Emerson coming when she did, you know, you all was out west there for a little while, and uh, yep. and you was like, well, just you know, I'll I'll find out if she had it after I get back. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's all that yeah, you, yeah. you can't do anything else, so. Yeah, but if Steph was in a car wreck or anything like that, yeah, I'd never know about it. Oh, yeah. See, <laughs> yeah, that, now that's right. That right there is pretty scary. So, yeah, I would have to go with the, the never lose reception thing, so. Oh, yeah. Yeah, see, I don't know. First, you know, a week at a time or something, other, you kind of in your mind, you just want to, hoping everything's good and you get back to the cell phone reception, you don't have a message there to tell you something. Bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it'd be nice, especially, like you said, being out west or something and not even remotely close to family, but being able to get in touch with them anytime you want, well, that'd be nice. Oh, yeah. Shoot, yeah. But, all right. Shoot, well, yeah. that's going to that's gonna wrap it up for the very first segment of today's show. You got any You got any would you rathers for me? <clears throat> uh, let's see. <laughs> so, would you rathers? Yes. All right. I got one for you real quick, but since Tennessee's playing. Yeah. Uh, tonight, oh, yeah. would you rather Bruce Pearl or Rick Barnes? What do you mean? Would I rather Rick Barnes or Bruce Pearl? Uh, who would you rather be the coach? Who would I rather be the coach? Yep, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna stay with him. I like old Bruce. I did too. I like <laughs> Bruce. I thought he was great. He's a great motivator and stuff like that. He got the best, he got the best out of players. There's no doubt about it. Oh, for sure. But, uh, I, but I, I, I would still stick with Rick. Rick Barnes, uh, he's a quality guy. I think that. If we're going off of like, you know, just just coaching in general, um, you know, Rick's been there. You might he might not. I don't think he's won a national championship or anything, but the dude can coach. So give give me Rick Barnes. I mean, I, I got to take it. It is what it is. I think that uh, Bruce took Auburn what to the to the final two wasn't championship game. Championship game. Championship game. Yeah. Yep. So I mean, heck, I mean the dude can coach too. But I guess if it comes down to it, I'd say what. And had a chance to win. They did have a chance to win it. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I'm, give Give me Rick Barnes. I'm gonna ride with. Uh, I'm gonna ride with Deacon Barnes. There you go. Well, Rick made it. What the final four with KD? Didn't he? Yep. Sure did. There you go. So 
I think well, so I most think so. most quality coaches. I just think as a person standpoint, I think I like Rick Barnes better. Yeah, I hear you. No, no, uh, no barbecues at, at Rick's house. I guess no barbecues, no <laughs> girlfriends. <laughs> <laughs> That's the truth. <laughs> All right, like I said, you got any for me? If not, we'll just move it on over. Nothing I can think of right off the top of my head. All right. The would you rather world? Yeah. I hear you. Well, don't, don't worry. I'll have more for you next time. Oh, I'm sure you got plenty. You need to give me a heads up so I can think about something. I know. I know. I, I should have done that today. I just forgot all about it, really. All right. Well, let's move on to the second half of today's show. Stick around, and we'll be right back. All right, and welcome back to the second half of the Rejuvenated Podcast. And, uh, you know, it, it might help if you hit the record button. I'm just going to, you know, I'll be honest with you there. But uh, <laughs> I look up, and at least at least I noticed that it wasn't recording at the time. So There you go. <laughs> right, but, yeah, so uh, like you said, we're starting in Romans 21. Uh, in my Bible here it says uh, it's God's approval is a gift. Um, we talked about that. And, uh yeah, so so hit it, hit us, hit us with it. Hit us with it. There you go. Yeah. So so basically, we're going, we're getting into the you know how how we obtain righteousness. You know, it's basically righteousness through faith. I mean, in twenty in twenty one, there it says, but now the righteousness of God without the law is manifested, being witnessed by the law and the prophets. So you know, he's he's, he's foreshadowing and letting you know about Jesus here. Yeah. So uh, and talking about the stand, standard and anything like that. So yeah. Uh, and then he goes on to say, even the righteousness of God, which is by faith, which is key, that's key, key word there, which the righteousness of God, which is by faith of Jesus Christ, unto all upon all, all them that believe, for there is no difference. So, <clears throat> so he's he's kind of setting you up there for the for the next next part of that, talking about you know Jesus, yeah, getting everything kind of manifested there. <clears throat> but you kind of see, he kind of is gonna. If you looked at it through through the twenty two through twenty four, you're going to kind of see about four different aspects of how how he talks about it. So we can we can really talk about it because you know verse twenty three. Uh, it's been quoted. I don't know how many times, but oh, many, man. many 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 different people yes. for all for all of sin and came short of the glory of God. And then twenty four being justified freely by His grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. So so when you look at the four aspects of it, you know he's uh, he's talking about four. <laughs> Yeah, different ways of skins through faith. Uh, you know, being the only way, basically, Jesus through faith and Jesus Christ. You know, He centers in immediately on the person of the Savior. So, you know, Paul's automatically getting you right into Jesus here. You know, <clears throat> but not only through His work or His teaching, but Him as the person. It's faith in Christ. You know, that we come into His, we come into standing. So, and without Jesus, God, we're, we're no good before God. You yeah. know, He is the Savior. Yeah. You know? You know, it's he who saves us. You know, we, we like to think of a lot of times we could justify ourselves. You know, or I can be right this way or that way. I can do it. I can do this or I can do that. But in 23, it says, for all of sin and come towards the glory of God. So, <clears throat> so that, that, you know, that's letting you know really quick, no matter how good you think you are, yeah, we're, we're, we're bad. Yeah. But, okay, so what do you think about this? So <laughs> we are justified free. Not by a single work of any kind. Uh, justification, holiness, sanctification, righteousness are only received by faith itself. Would Would you think that is correct? 
Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, you got to do it through faith. I mean, yeah, because, I mean, that, I'm just saying the only way you're justified free is by faith itself because you can't, so you really, you can't be justified without, without faith, right? Oh, absolutely not. It's all in faith. I mean, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll get into the, the faith chapters here for too long. You know, he'll, he'll say, by Abraham, faith, you know, uh, by faith, Abraham, by faith, Isaac, you know, you start talking about all these by faith, everything is, everything is by faith. Yeah. And it's not even the just, you know, justification, you know, you know, that's, you know, that's an act of God, but you know, it's our legal standing in heaven, you know, it's changed that, that we are declared righteous, you know, mm-hmm. because it's yeah. by the blood, by the blood that Jesus sent, you know, Jesus shed for us. So, you know, that's talking about the propitiation, you know, you know, it's, it's, it's God's immense love for us, you know, he accepts the blood of Christ as that complete satisfying sacrifice for us. So, so, you know, when you see that, when you see those things, you know, it's, you know, many times we talked about it, you know, John fourteen six, you know, I am the way the truth and the life. No man comes unto the Father except by me. By me. And Paul Paul right here, he's he's showing you the righteousness of God and how we get there. Because he's saying, you know, we've all sinned and fall short. You know, we 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 can kind of justify our own way or exceed our own standards, exceed yeah. our own standards. But and, you know And uh <laughs> Romans three twenty five, you know, leading into that, it kinda leads into what we were just talking about with when it comes to faith. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Because <clears throat> he says, "Whom God has set forth to be a propitiation through faith in His blood to declare His righteousness for the remission of sins that are passed through the forbearance of God." Yeah. So you know, again, we hear the word through faith. Through faith. <laughs> so, That's pretty important. Blood. I mean, it, to to do anything. You, you, I mean, as I say, to do anything, but you know, to r- truly follow Jesus, um, you. Your faith has to be there. I mean, that is that is a key to uh, salvation. Is you must have faith and and truly believe in your heart that that is you know that you believe that He is your Savior and you know that's you cannot do that without faith. Right, absolutely. And to put it into perspective with Jesus, we're talking about a living Savior here. Uh-huh. We're not talking about we're not talking about something that you know that. Uh, Made by wood or man's hands or anything like that. We're talking about the we're talking about the the, the savior of the world, Jesus Christ, and what he did on you know not what he just not what he taught us, you know not what he not what he can give us or <clears throat> or heal us or anything like that. It's what he did on the cross for us. That, yeah. You know, it's the shed blood that he laid out on the cross for us. And then in John, John, you know, he said, you know, but believing what Jesus did, rather as many received him, to them he gave power to become the sons of God. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. there must be one. You know, there must be a time when when you come to know Jesus. Yeah, you know? absolutely. He's offered he's offering Jesus here. So, and then later on, we're going to get in Romans ten. You know, ten nine is another one that kind of goes right along with Romans three twenty three. You know, it's for all of sin comes short of the glory of God. Romans ten nine is the one where it's going to tell us. You know, <clears throat> you know, we're going we're going to confess. We're yeah. going to confess him. You know. Yeah. You know, we were, so. So you know, Paul was Paul was setting it up and building on what the gospel, what the what the uh, disciples did. You know, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. I mean, he he just he was just continuing to build on this with the Romans. So and then talking about the Jewish people, even the Jewish religious ones, more morally good stuff like that. So he he's, he's letting them know here it doesn't matter it doesn't matter what your belief is in yourself if you're not believing in Jesus Christ. It, you know, if you're not putting your faith there, it really doesn't matter because until we put our faith in Jesus, you know, we can't please God. Exactly. So, so I mean, it says, 
how do you get right with God? You know, and then it's not by works. It walking down the aisle or giving, you know, giving a tithe. It's um, you know, or even really even saying a prayer. It's the faith in Jesus, His life, death, and resurrection, and His identity that is how you get right with God. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So you know, and, and <laughs> how is this gift? You know, being justified. You know, we talk about you know just yeah, we talked about that we're, we're in legal standing. We're in legal standing. You know, righteous before God. This is being justified freely by His grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. So the gift is freely given by faith, you know, through grace. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it, we just got to put our faith in it. Yeah. So, <laughs> Which, again, <laughs> runs back around to faith. <laughs> oh, it does, you know. And, and, of course, through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, you know. He's centered, you know, Paul right here, he's centered it all right back on Jesus. You know, salvation is possible because of the redemption found in him, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, God can't give us His righteousness apart from Jesus Christ. Yeah. It's all in what Jesus Christ did. You know, it's that perfect sacrifice. So, you know, so we get tied up in a lot of times, you know, in redemption and righteousness and justification. But the key factor is knowing that you have a you have a God who loves you so much, and He seeing His Son who died on the cross for you. And Paul, and Paul was, you know, Paul was Paul, Paul fought against it, you know. Yeah. And he was fighting hard against it. But now once, <clears throat> once he got it and understood, here he is the big advocate for it, saying, hey, I, I, was once, I, was, I once believed as you do, but here, let me tell you how, how you truly got to look at this. Yeah. You know, he's like, he's like, he's like, you know, our faith a lot of times, and because of how he may be raised, I mean, because you see the different ways here that we've been reading about this. The moral person, mm-hmm. you know, those, if that was a, if they had a moral character about them and tried to be a, a good person, they pretty well probably got that from the, their parents or how they were taught growing up. <clears throat> and the religious bunch, same with them. You know, they come from a religious family who taught them the religious way and they just kind of continue to grow with it. But Paul's trying to break that, break that mold and say, hey, it's not about what your family done or what how you were taught this way this is the this is what god says yeah you know if you if you want to be in right standing with god this is this is how you got to do it and i'm showing you jesus christ you know because you're not good enough we've all seen we're all falling short of this we're all falling short of the mark that we think we can hit and the only way we can get there is faith in jesus christ yeah and if anyone really knew that it would be paul i mean look at what he was doing you know previously Compared to what he's doing now, you know, speaking, you know, speaking in Romans. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, c- talk about a life change. <laughs> oh yeah, well, I mean, we talked about that. You know, what, you know, God, you know, says, you know, whom God set forth as a propitiation. You yep. know, says, mm-hmm. you know, by by His blood, you know, so Jesus' death, you know, His blood, it was a substitute sacrifice for us. You know, He He was judged in our place, and then there's therefore, you know. God to demonstrate his righteousness and judgment against him while sparing those who deserve the judgment, you know. So we deserve the judgment, but what Jesus did on the cross is sparing us, you know, mm-hmm. that, that that wrath that we should have taken. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So, so are are we on twenty six right now or twenty seven? Well, I basically just went through uh, 25 there, wasn't it? Okay, yeah, okay, that's right. So we we're on 26. Well, I, I do have a question when it does come to 27 here. 
26 says to declare, I say at this time, his righteousness that he might be just and the justifier of him who believeth in Jesus. So, mm-hmm. so he's talking about a just God there, you know. <clears throat> yep. You know, it says and passed over his passed over the sin for in his forbearance, and, you know, passed over in you know, like the Passover when we look at that, you know, it's it, the passing, you know, he said you'll put the, the blood over the door, over the door top the door facing there. Yeah, you know, if the death angel goes by, he'll pass by. Mm-hmm. You know, so so same here, we'll cover it in the blood. So he, he you know, he he's gonna we're 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 in right standing. Yes. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. in in that the, the, sense, the death, he'll pass the death by. Been paid for. <laughs> yeah, the, you know, we're, you know, the, the, we're passed by, or we're passed over because you know they, they're paid for. Yes. You know, because that's the idea of animal sacrifice. You know. Well, and that that was the only reason for him, correct? Well, I mean, in the, in the, in the and, and if you kind of look at it a little bit in the in the way he kind of set it up with the sacrifices, the sacrifices in that time were were temporary. They had to continue to bring sacrifice, continue to bring sacrifice. So it's basically like, you know, writing an IOU. Because you know, that was, uh, in, you know, that was part of the law, correct? Well, oh, yeah, well, it was part of the law. And if you, and to, to have your sins forgiven, you had to, you had to present an animal. An animal. Some had to die. Some had, some had to bleed. So that's what I'm saying now. The, the IOUs that we, that build up, build up when Jesus died on the cross. Yeah, and you know, his, and his blood was enough for he everything. Paid, <laughs> he paid in full. Yep. Yeah, he paid in full. But now we have to, in faith, you know, believe this and accept this, and you know, you gotta you gotta accept Jesus as your savior, you know, because you know, just saying, okay, I believe that, you know, it's where you put your faith. Where you put your, are you really putting your faith in it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. You know, because because it finishes up. You know, it goes on and says there in, in twenty six, you know, that he might be just and the justifier of the one who has faith in Jesus. So he has faith in Jesus. Yeah, so, I, I I like that too. I, I like how that ends, you know, which it believeth in Jesus. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. So and, and that's where a lot of people kind of get it. And they say, well, if he's a just God, you know, he and, and he's he's just he's righteously judging you on you know, your sin. You know, why why are you getting spared? You know, mm-hmm. because yeah. of the fact, because of the fact he doesn't he he doesn't see. <laughs> He doesn't see me. He sees he sees me covered in the blood of Jesus. What Jesus did for me, you know. So you know he, he and he if he was just taking me out today. He's just in doing so, you know. Mm-hmm. So so that that's the thing. But then you know on, on the flip side of that, he, you know Jesus is also going to be there because I truly believe in my heart he's going to he is on the right hand of the Father and he'll be like, okay, Father, he's you're just in taking him out, but he's he's coming home because he's covered in my he's covered in me. That's mm-hmm. how, that's how. Yeah, you know, it's hard for people to grasp that thinking. Well, like there's a battle with God and Jesus. There's not a battle there. It's just He's accepting the sacrifice that Jesus did on my part. Yes, yes. Well, I mean, he's you know, he's he's also doing you know, that, he, knowing that He was the one that allowed it to happen. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You know, it took it, it took it takes a sacrifice. Yeah, it, it took a sacrifice. But you know, that's the great thing about it. You know, Jesus only had to do it once. Mm-hmm. You know, he, you know, <laughs> even though we tried to put him back up there many, many times, oh, yeah. you know, it was, it was right the first time. There's, there's not, you know, he does nothing wrong. There was not, there was nothing, there was nothing wrong in the way it was done. It was done perfectly by the, by the prophets, you know, they prophesied that this is how it's going to happen. And that's what they were talking about. And the witnesses saw it. So, 
I mean, it was, it was pretty oh, much, yeah, it was pretty much a, a kind of a one and done kind of thing. Oh. I mean, if you really think about it, it was it only was needed once, and it was done once, and that's that's all that it is needed. So, oh yeah, oh yeah. So, so it says, uh, you know, in the in day, you know, where is boasting and it is excluded by what law of works? No, but by the law of faith. Uh, so you had a question there. What was the question? So where where did we get the boasting thing from? So what what exactly are we boasting? Are we boasting uh, from our faith? Are we you know are we bragging about our faith? Can you know can one really prove that their faith is bigger than the next person? Is that what is that what you're boasting of? No, he he was just trying. He he was. He was humble. This is a humbling word to him. He's trying to humble. Okay. He gives him a humble word here. You know, he said, you know, because that, that was a question. Uh-huh. You know, cause he, yeah, he, exactly. You know, because in the New in, uh, King James, you know, it says, therefore we conclude, oh, it says, where is boasting then? It is excluded by, by what? Law? Of works? Of works. Nay, mm-hmm. but, but the law, of, but by the law of faith. So, you know, so that, you know, it should be anywhere. We can't we can't boast about it, you know, because we're justified freely by His grace, as we read earlier. Yeah. So there's no root, there's no way that I can self be self congratulation or giving myself credit for it because he he he's in the words prior to it, for all sin comes short of glory of God. He, he he showed us that you know we're failures in our own. Okay. Even though we may think we're good, we're not. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, see, I like that and, because. And, and, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Many, oh, I was just going to say, you know, many times there we from twenty one. We've got, you know, the being this is law. It says in twenty-two, you know, righteousness of God, which is by faith, mm-hmm. faith, you know, <laughs> of Jesus Christ. Uh, twenty-three for all uh, follow, follow sin, follow the short glory of God. You know, twenty-four, it, we're justified freely by His grace through the redemption that is in Christ That's Jesus. It, yep. that, see, here, there's nothing I, I've done. You know, it's got me in my faith, but I'm seeing that Jesus is doing all the work here for me. You know, whom God has set forth to be a propitiation, God set forth his son, Jesus, through faith in his blood, to declare his righteousness for the remission of sins that are passed through the forbearance of God. Mm-hmm. Again, we're seeing we're seeing it's in faith, but it's in faith of what Jesus Christ did and God saying, Hey, I'm honoring this thing. I'm honoring this for what Jesus what God what I have done. My son is now is now there on your behalf for you. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> and on his through faith in his blood. Yeah. You know, faith in what the blood that was shed, Jesus' blood was shed, that's the faith, you know, to declare I say at this time his righteousness that he might be just and the justifier of him which believeth in Jesus. That's, that's those who believe that's in Jesus. Another one. Yeah. You know, again, we're putting our faith in Jesus. You know, so he says, you know, he finishes up, where's our boat? Where's the boasting then? Mm-hmm. It'd be anywhere. Yeah. I can't take care of anything. I, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just a, I'm just an old sinner saved by grace, saved by faith and grace. You know what I'm saying? Old sinner saved by grace. You know, I'm down here that. So, yeah. Well, see, here's what here's the way I look at it is, you know, remember, you know, the faith of a mustard seed can save you, correct? I mean, so that it says, it says that all you got to do is have the faith of a mustard seed to move a mountain. Yeah, to so, move a mountain. So, know, I mean, I mean, just think about that. You really have the faith of a mustard seed. You can say from this mountain, be moved to here, to there, you know, and that's. Yeah, so you know, people take that out of a little bit too. But, yeah, well, yeah. yeah, but I mean, it it leads me into you know what would we what would we really brag about? You know, can one really prove that their faith the faith is bigger? Is what I was saying before. But what can we really you know what would we brag about the works that we do? I mean, you get absolute no credit for that whatsoever. You know, God gets oh, yeah. all the glory for it. Oh yeah, because he said by what law? By what law? 
Yeah. You know, he's talking about he's talking about having pride here, but being able to boast, you know, brag about it or having pride about it, you know. Yeah, you can't really you brag. Know, well, you know, because they're saying, you know, he's letting them know basically, you know, not excluded, you know, by the law, by what law excluded, excluded in the law of faith, you know. So he's letting them know, that, you know, something prideful that you can do, <laughs> you know, because mm-hmm. pride and salvation really can't go hand and don't go hand in hand. I mean, a prideful person is it's, it's a prideful person is going to be hard for a prideful person to be saved. You know, you, you got to humble yourself before God. You know, you can't be proud before God, you know, and, and, and say, yep. I, I did this. I, I did this. Son. And look at, reality. Look at who I am. Look at who I am. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm leaving your, your son, but no, that ain't going to cut it, you know. So. <laughs> yeah, but, but yeah, and then, you know, all God has to do is, um, what did my son do for you? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I mean, it's by the law of faith. Yeah. You know, that's, that, that and by the law of faith, when you look at that, we're talking we're talking about here by the law of faith, you know. So Paul's letting you know it's basically, you know, okay, here's the law, it's the law of faith. So mm-hmm. well, the law of faith is taking taking me out of it. Yeah. You know, I can't take it. I can't take recognition for it. Uh, none of my merit, none of what I am, who I, what I've become, or everything, or anything that I can say or do. You know, none of my good deeds can stand up, and, and I, I can't build. Anything up for Ron, of Ron, it's all in Christ Jesus. What yeah. He done on the cross for me. So, so that's that, that's what Paul's getting them, trying to get them to recognize here. You know, and that's why that's why I think it's so great about you know the Bible. A lot of times, you know, we, we look at the the Gospels and then we get into we get into read Acts and how the early church came, and now we're talking about the Rome the Roman Church here, and and Paul's trying to say, hey, you know, no matter what you heard, no matter what people are trying to tell you. No matter you're coming from the the Pharisees, Sadducees, religious side of things, I'm here to tell you: here is the way. <laughs> you know, the way, you know, the truth, and the lot. <laughs> well, the Romans were a proud, prideful bunch. You know, they were like, "Well, look at us. We're the Romans. We rule. You know, we rule over all of this, a lot of this land. We held a lot of this land. Yeah. It, we rule over it." So there was a lot of pride in that. So he was trying to break down. No matter whether they were they were Jew or Greek, you know, whether they were. Of the Jewish bunch, he was breaking them down. He was breaking down the other side of thinking that they were better than the Jews because they were ruling over the Jews. You know, he he was putting everything on the level level playing field right there about at the foot of the cross. It's all one. Mm-hmm. So, yes. so he was. That's where that's where Paul was taking them to. Okay. Yeah. So, so let's see. Yeah. Okay. So that and that leads us through twenty seven. Correct. Yep, yep. So we'll finish it up here with, therefore we conclude that a man is justified by faith apart from the deeds of the law, or is he the God of the Jews only? Is he not also the God of the Gentiles? Yes, of the Gentiles also. Since there is one God who will just justify the circumcised by faith and the uncircumcised through faith. See, here Paul brought it all round about. You may think you're better than this one, you may think you're better than that one, but let me just tell you, it, we're all justified by faith, <laughs> you know. We're all justified by faith. It doesn't matter if I'm a Jew or if I'm a Gentile. It's by faith. Yes, exactly. It, yeah, it doesn't matter who you are, you know, what background you have, who I mean, how much money you have. Nothing about it. When it comes down to it, you are justified, you know, by faith or through faith. Oh yeah. We're justified apart from we're justified by faith alone, apart from the deeds of the law. So, you know, he's telling the Jews, you know, that's why he said <laughs> Yeah, you know, is he the God of the Jews only? 
Mm-hmm. Is he not also the god of the Gentiles? So it's like, it's like he, they're trying to, uh, he's just letting them know here, there's, he's one almighty God, but he's for all mankind. Yes. Yes, there is no doubt the Jews were the chosen bunch. You know, is the, the nation Israel is the chosen. That's why I said last time, <laughs> I had tons of respect for the nation Israel, you know, because they are, they were the chosen, they are the chosen. And I still believe today that those are chosen, you know, it's just a matter, but, you know, we still, no matter whether or not, here we see, even as you may be a chosen, chosen one, you still have to come through Jesus. Yes. It doesn't matter because <clears throat> I want to say I'm a Jew, I'm from Israel. But they're still, they're still going to go through Jesus. Yes. But also, you know, what, what that's saying, you know, Correct me if I'm wrong, but it's only by faith that, uh, in Jesus that we actually uphold the law, correct? I mean, he made us righteous. No, we're righteous because, you know, our, our righteousness is because of his righteousness. Okay, so, okay. You know, so, so, you know, we're in right standing there. So, that, that, you know, that's what I, you know, we're trying to get everybody to see there. You know, it's not, it's, it's, it's not my righteousness, it's God's righteousness. Mm-hmm. I'm only righteous because he... Because of what his son Jesus Christ did on the cross for me. Yes. You know, that's how I'm in right standing. Yeah, because, you know, the the works that you do did nothing for that. All you had to do was believe, and that's the true, you know, that that's the true gospel of Jesus. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and then we, it, it, you get over into James. I, I like, you know, that, you know, what saving, what saving faith is a lot of times because, you know, you know, because a lot of people will use James to counter the argument of, you know, of of doing a works, you know, a works to get you to salvation. You know, he's saying he's saying once in salvation you'll do a good work. You know, yeah. you, you'll do you'll do a work. So that's where a lot of people try to confuse that. You know, the work salvation. But what James was explaining, you know, once saved, you're you're going to work. You're going to want to work. I mean, that's just the character. You, you're going to start taking on the character of Jesus, and you're going to want to work. So, <laughs> yeah, I like that a lot. Um, so, we'll we'll finish this up, and then I got one more thing that I want to ask you about a little bit. Okay, what is that? All right. So, can you have law and grace together? Well, I mean, think about grace. They don't mix, what is right? Grace? Law and grace? Yeah, they don't mix, right? I mean, you can try to keep the law all you want to, but you're going to fall short. And it's and it's God's grace that if you know Jesus, that you know you're not going to. He's not going to. He's not going to condemn you. He's not going to pour out his wrath on you. Mm-hmm. You know, because you you're, you know, you know, there's nothing there's nothing wrong with the law at all. No, no. I mean, you, you know, can abide you know, by the law and it be okay, yeah. right? Oh yeah, the Ten Commandments. Are, I mean, it, the 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 law. The Ten Commandments and the law it is all to show us how terrible we really were. It's just to show yeah. us that we couldn't, we couldn't, we couldn't, we can't achieve it on our own as much as we want to think we can. Yeah. So, 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 and then that's kind of what 31 is talking about. You know, do we then make void the law through faith? Certainly not. On the contrary, we establish the law. Okay. Yeah. You know, okay. Yeah. You know, you know, he's not saying that, you know, we're not doing anything with law, that's why he said, you know, do we make more of the law through faith? You know, so, you know, if the law doesn't make us righteous, what good is it? You know, he, he's letting you know, you know, it didn't make it void, you know, you know, 
if you make the law of the Lord, you're, you're basically going against God. You're going against, against God. The laws of God. Mm-hmm. You know, these are basically God's laws. You know, we should try to hold, uphold to them. <laughs> so, you know, but, yeah. but, but the right, but the, but the awesome thing about it is, is God knows that we couldn't stand and we couldn't abide by the laws. He gives us laws. Moses, you know, he on the, on the mountain there. And then, you know, first thing Moses did come down, he, <laughs> Just, he breaks them, you know? Yeah. So God's yeah. like, okay, big boy, you're right now. Yeah. He's so, like, guess who, guess who ain't doing that know, anymore? Me. It's, it's still my law, but you know, and then they, nobody, they couldn't keep it. They couldn't keep the laws. You know, that's why the many, many sacrifices, they had to keep sacrificing, keep sacrificing, because they, they were still not done perfectly by the law, you know. <laughs> so. But, I mean, what, but once, you know, the the day that the law was perfected, you know, at when, when Jesus came and died on the cross, when the law was perfected, that's when, you know, that, I mean, it's it did it didn't ever the law never really went away. I'm just saying that you know he perfected the law, correct? Oh yeah, yeah, God, yeah. Jesus perfected the law. I mean, mm-hmm. we're, we're going to get in more of the like the the law and showing why the law was not you know it wasn't to come to take the law away. Yeah, you know it, 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 that has nothing to do with it. In chapter four, we're going to find that talking about Abraham's justification basically, but he's still talking about you know his, you know was it justified by his work? You know, as, you know, you know, you know. <laughs> you, know, it, you know, pertains to the flesh, you know, so we start talking about a lot of different things. Yeah. There. But, but, you know, in four there, it says, now to him that works is the reward not reckoned of grace, but of debt. So, so, so the law shows you how we're in debt. Yes. You know, when we get into that. So, yeah, that's the great thing about the law. It's, you know, saying the law is a bad thing, but you, you're going to show how now, now, when, like, basically a court scene we've seen before us here, he's basically saying, you know, that Jesus is on the right hand of the Father. You know, he, he's the one who died on the cross and it's our faith, and he's our propitiation. So it's basically like he's our lawyer. He's, he's going before us, even though we're guilty. He, he, he laid his life down, the one who's guiltless laid his life down for us so that we can be, we don't have to go to jail now. Exactly, <laughs> so, because if you want the law, you'll need 100% on the test. Well, that's of what you're saying here with Abraham. No exceptions. If we're trying to say by the law, you know, we're going to continue to be in debt. Yeah, and, and there's no possible way around it. Yeah, so so that's what he's saying. You know, you know, the, our, our, you know, Jesus was the perfect. He's the perfect lawyer. I mean, he he keeps us out of all trouble, even though we shouldn't be getting in trouble. He still keeps us out of trouble. Yes, and that, and that, that's just that's just paraphrasing the saying here. That's not really good. At, that's probably not the best illustration to say that, but. You know, because we shouldn't want to, we shouldn't want to sin. We shouldn't want to do bad. You know, we should be, we should always be saying, like Paul did, you know, wretched man that I am. Why do I do these things? You know, and, and, and you know, that's why he said, you know, we got to worship him in spirit and truth because my flesh is, is, there's nothing good in my flesh. There's no, there's none good, none. No, not one, it says, the word told us so. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So, and that, well, I say if you if you just get in the word, you start reading, and you start trying to break it down, you know, uh, verse by verse, and read it there, and 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 and, and put it in context of what's being said there. God's going to deal with you, you know. You're you're, and hopefully you'll come and put your faith in Jesus Christ because His word, you know, it says it's sharper than a two-edged sword; it keeps coming and going. So, you know, that's that's the great thing about it. Just got to be in it. Yep, you just got to be in it and stay in it. Really, you know. Yep. Yep. It's a lot more fun to be in it and, and, and trying your best to live the right way and live the right way and and and, and kinda go by his his uh, guideline here, his his instruction book because 
it, it's it's more fun that way than it is on the other side of it because the chastening side of it, 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 it hurts too much. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, I definitely agree. So, so yeah, the, the, the being in the word kind of helps you, kind of helps you stay in that, in, in tune. It's like, you know, I mean, it's like a like an instrument. Any instrument that you would use, I mean, as far as a tool, if it's not, if it's an instrument, it's got to be got to be tuned, you know, cal- calibrated. You know, God's word, it's a calibrator. It's going to keep you. It's going to keep you in line. It's going to keep you in check. You just gotta. I mean, you just gotta. You know, let it. I mean, you just gotta let it guide you. I guess you'd say. That's, oh, absolutely, absolutely. And don't look at it. Don't look. I always tell everybody, kids and stuff. When I used to teach kids and stuff like that, you know, don't look at the Bible as a book. Look at the Bible as a as a living word to you. Yes. Somewhere, somewhere, a word is going to talk to you specifically, not just. You know, don't read it like a book. Read it like somebody's talking to you, because yeah. they are. God's talking to you. Yeah, each and every page. <laughs> yep. Or it wouldn't be in there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess I guess that will wrap it up for uh, for you know Romans three. So, yeah, I mean, do you, you have anything me. else that you want to add to Romans three before we head into Romans four? No, just Romans three. I, Romans three is a great thing about it, especially the verses we just read. Uh, Right there, if a person can can just take a hold of that and grasp that, they've got the gospel in a nutshell right there. Yeah. I mean, 21 through 31 is some very, very well, I mean, well put together things, you know, for, for you know, anybody. I mean, for you, for me, for someone that's lost, for someone that is new to the faith, for someone that's old in the faith. When you read 21 through 31, it could really speak to you in any certain way. Because, I mean, I feel like you can, you know, each and every single person, you could read 21 through 31 and get something out of it, and I could read 21 through 31 and get something completely different out of it. But no matter what, I feel like it, I feel like those verses right there can really talk to anybody. Oh yeah, if you if you if you started rolling one there and read just what we just read through, verse chapter one, two, and three, and look and, and read that with a mindset is Paul is talking to me. Yep. Yep. Paul's not talking to Paul's not just talking to Romans. Paul's just not talking to the Jewish religious faith bunch. He's not just talking to the morally good or the moral type person. He's talking to me, and you're going to see the direction he's going to take you, and he's taking you in the direction of Jesus Christ, the one who. The one who is going to show you the way, the, the way that you need to believe, the, the one you need to put your faith in, because he's showing it with every 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 person, every background, no matter who you are, where you come from, what color your skin is, no matter how you talk, how you was raised, he's throwing all that out and saying, hey, you know, in three twenty three, you know, for all for all sin, controls the glory of God. But now, now let me show you how we get there. Yeah, it's in through Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, Good stuff. It is good stuff. stuff. You got anything else for us on it? No, I think I think I'm good. Uh, I, I hope I try to explain it the best I can. I my, I guess uh, inside I kind of get wound up and excited, and I can't get the words out the way I want to. Sometimes. Yeah, I think so. that's with everything though. You know, anytime that you get you know worked up and excited about something that you're trying to you know explain to somebody, you always fumble over your words and everything. But you know that's just part of it. You know, you, I, I think that oh. you did great. So. I know that I got something from it. I hope everybody listening at you know, listening at home or on the way to work or whatever they may be doing, I hope they got something from it too. There you go. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, we'll uh start back in Romans four. Um we like I said, next week will will definitely be different. Um I don't know, you know, what all 
what all that entails and what all we'll have to do, but you know, we're, we're going to get it figured out for us. So. Oh yeah. It'll work one way or the other. Oh yeah. All right. Well, uh, anything else, dad? I think that'll do it. All right. In that case, until next time. Till next time. <laughs> we'll see ya. See ya. <laughs>